Welcome back to Preps Today with John Millay. John is just back off vacation, another one of his great trips out west to see family. I'm Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune. John, of course, the prep sports and activities guru from mshsl.org. Uh, we appreciate you listening. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. We're coming to you uh, from the Aquarius Home Services studio, and we want to thank All Energy Solar, Pizza Barn in Princeton, and Propane, propane.com. Of course, we also save our special uh, thank you for Jody Stay of Pizza Barn in Princeton. All right, John, what have you been up to? Yeah, I got home. My wife and I got home uh Early this morning, we're talking Thursday afternoon. I think we, uh, our Uber home from the airport got us here about 1230 this morning. And and uh, it's one of those deals, you're tired, but you just can't go to sleep. So we were up till probably two, you know, getting unpacked and kind of re- re-acclimatizing ourselves with our house. We were gone for a week in the San Francisco area where our oldest son and his wife and our grandkids live. So after a week with a four-year-old and a two-year-old, grandpa and grandma are pretty worn out here. But boy, was it fun. And uh, it's funny, you know, that we kept watch, checking the weather back home here. It really wasn't that different from from uh, the Napa Valley. That's where we were from between wine country and Minnesota. It was warmer there, but it really, you know, we were wearing jackets most days. And I know it's been beautiful here. It's certainly beautiful here today. And yeah, but I tell you, when you're in the Pacific time zone, it's it's very strange for us flatlanders to go out there and and uh, just, you know, TV sports-wise, we were figured we'd watch the Vikings game in Las Vegas on Sunday. Our son's lived there for quite a while. Now, he said the Raiders games are usually shown there. This one was not, hmm. and I think that was a good thing. Yes. <laughs> but yes. When it's a three-zip final. And we were, we were driving when the game started, and we listened on satellite radio to the local radio broadcast and, and got to their house. And uh, I think before or during halftime, I was taking a nap because we couldn't, we couldn't watch it. I, didn't, I wasn't listening to it anymore, and I don't think I missed very much. That was uh, quite, a, quite a, a nap-worthy game. But, it, it, you know, it also struck me that uh, when you're in that Pacific time zone, Monday night football starts at 5.15 p.m. So there were two games this past Monday night. We were we were tuned into those. And the Sunday games, you know, that kick off at noon here, it's 10 a.m. out there, and you're watching football. And this one really gets us every time. Saturday Night Live comes on at 8.30 p.m., and uh, you're in bed by 11. <laughs> it's I tell you what. I've covered a lot of uh, West Coast sports, uh, and I love it. I love, you know, I love cover. I love waking up when the Vikings are on the West Coast. I didn't actually cover this game, but yeah. usually, but I've covered a million of them. I love like having football on at ten a.m. and I love the fact it gets over at a time where you can go get a full night's sleep. I love it. It's just, it. They they have it kicked. For people like us who, whose lives are dictated by newspaper deadlines, mine used to be. Yes. Yeah, there's nothing like it. You know, and I worked in the on the sports desk at the newspaper in Phoenix, the Arizona Republic, for six years. And Arizona's it's it's a unique deal. So they they switch time zones. They never change their clocks. So in the winter they're mountain time, but in the summer they're Pacific time. So we loved it, you know, on the on the night desk at the paper there. Your your latest baseball games were seven o'clock. And by 10 o'clock, you're done for the night. Whereas if you're on the East Coast, it's it's 1, 2 in the morning before you get those last results in. 
So, yeah, there's a lot to be said about the Pacific time zone. Um, you're not going to stay up late watching sports or Saturday Night Live. No, I'm, um, I'm all in favor for the, of uh, that. <laughs> so, again, neither one of us was in Las Vegas, but, Jim, you know about more about the NFL than just about anybody. So the season is winding down for the Vikings. I think they're in Cincinnati this week and yep. then Lions, Packers, Lions. And what, That's right. Uh, where, where, are, where is that outfit headed here? There's some questions for sure. What's your assessment at this point? Well, it was hard to watch on Sunday. It was an ugly, as ugly of victories you can get. But it is remarkable. Last year, they had the offense cooking. Uh, they won a bunch of games with comebacks and getting yeah. 13 victories. Uh, kind of established they can be a good offensive team this year. Obviously, the penalties, I mean, sorry, uh, the injuries have been devastating. But this is, this is remarkable. They have lost their franchise quarterback. They haven't gotten much out of their franchise receiver. Yeah. They've had offensive line injuries. They've had running back injuries, and they've dropped a lot of passes. And they have a chance on Saturday, I'll be there, of winning, having a fourth quarterback win a start in one, <laughs> not only in one season, but in like a yeah. seven-week span. Right. Uh, and if you – so, you know, listen, for pure entertainment value, this last Sunday was terrible. But for this team to still be – in the playoff fight, given all the problems they've had, uh, is a credit, I think, to their organization. And it's a big credit to Brian Flores. Brian Flores' right. coaching is keeping them in this thing. Yeah, and you wrote about him, how he's, he's the MVP, basically, of yeah. this team. Yeah. yeah. He's fantastic, and uh, they're lucky to have him. I hope they get to keep him for a while. Uh, and, again, teams don't play four different quarterbacks and stay in the race. Oh, That's okay. the formula for, you know, tanking <laughs> and, right, yeah. and for for them you know for all the ugly stuff we've seen for them to be starting nick mullins as their fourth starter in week 15 and still be in the race is quite an achievement yeah 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 it's always a shakespearean drama it seems like with it the Vikings. is it's entertaining boy i mean that game wasn't entertaining but it's a uh, it's been quite a season already so yeah yeah I had, we had a good trip out west you know um I don't drink wine, but uh, wine country's okay. But the big appeal for us, as I said, was a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And boy, did we have some fun. Excellent. That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm jealous, but I'm also happy for you. Um, what, what, uh, where do we want to start in terms of preps, sports, and activities? Yeah, let's, let's talk about what went on in downtown St. Paul last week, the day before we left for California. We had a – this was a first for the Minnesota State High School League, a student conference um, bringing together nearly 700 students from about 70 high schools all over the state. This was at the River Center, the convention center uh, connected to the XL Center down there in St. Paul. And this, this program is called SALT, which is Student Advisory and Leadership Team. So these, these kids, these hundreds of kids were basically together from, I think, 9 to 2. They had lunch in there, and they, they sat, listened to speakers, uh, talk to each other. There was there were big groups with like an opening speaker and a closing speaker, and then the kids broke down into smaller groups for for breakout sessions on lots of topics. And these things don't just happen. This was a, a ton of work that goes into this. So thanks to uh, high school league associate directors Lisa Quednow and Charlie Campbell, they uh, they've been working on this for a long time. And leading up to this, they had held smaller meetings around the state in just geographic areas with with uh, kids from those regions to kind of figure out what this big event would look like and get these kids used to talking to each other and and the kids all went home with with really some good strategies for things about you know sportsmanship and 
supporting each other, mental health, lots, lots of important matters. And, and I hung out with some of the kids. They had a great time. I mean, I, I gave, I kind of, I kind of teased them. I said, how come nobody's upset about missing school today? What's wrong with you, with you scholars? And they looked at me like, okay, okay, grandpa. okay, <laughs> That's fine. But congrats to everybody who attended, including the adults, you know, the administrators from all these schools who took part. It, it was quite a day. And congrats again to Lisa and Charlie for, for bringing this together. And uh, it was really, it was really fun. Excellent. All right. Uh, we have one of John's headlines that I love. This one says neat stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is good. Uh, a couple of items. I, I want to congratulate uh, Browerville boys basketball coach, Bob Schuler. Bob got us 400 at the win last week. That's a great big number in basketball and the Browerville Tigers always do things the right way. And the other item here, this is from Morris area high school. They did something I have not seen before. Schools often hold special weeks with a different theme each day, usually during homecoming, you know, you'll dress up a certain way, whatever it is at Morris last week was designated as inclusivity week with days dedicated to different causes, you know, cerebral palsy, spinal injuries, down syndrome, autism, and more really creative, really inventive, really special. So congrats to uh, Morris area high school for setting a great example. That's great stuff. We're going to get to Christmas wrestling tournament and this week's most valuable teammate. Uh, right now, though, we want to thank Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton for, for sponsoring the show for such a long time. You bet we do, Jim. The Pizza Barn's fantastic. Uh, let's talk again about the pizza of the month here in December. It's the Italian meatball. They start with the Pizza Barn's homemade crust, homemade red sauce or white sauce, diced Genoa salami. They throw on the meatballs, the freshly shredded mozzarella, the pepperoni, uh, a little sprinkling of red pepper flakes. Uh, they've got it for dine-in, takeout, delivery, or take-and-bake for the whole month of December. And everything on the menu is available in those different ways. There's also an appetizer of the month for December, deep-fried portobello mushrooms with a side of their homemade ranch dressing. And the Pizza Barn food trucks, which we talk a lot in the summer months, uh, they don't necessarily slow down much here in, in December. In fact, one of the food trucks will be in Malacca tomorrow, Friday, December 15th. They'll be at the, the Malacca County Sheriff's Office. But please pay attention. This is a pre-order only deal. They're going to be providing the famous Pizza Barn subs. And uh, you get on the uh, Pizza Barn website, you can pre-order the food truck will be there in Malacca from 11 to 11.30 for lunch, and everybody's welcome. And as you said, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay and her outstanding crew at the Pizza Bar. They've been in business for 40 years. They haven't been sponsoring our podcast for that long, but they have been with us from almost the start, and we thank them. as just just uh, we, we love those guys. We love that place. We love the food. We love the service. and We're really grateful they're part of our podcast. Yes, thanks very much, Jody. Uh, a couple other notes. We need to lower our carbon footprint and need reliable and affordable energy. And a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid and is energy stored on site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of its our low-carbon alternatives to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out about more 
about what propane can do for you at propane.com. Also, all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. Visit allenergysolar.com slash coach for your free solar evaluation for home, business, or both. And now let us, uh, John... Let us get on to the Christmas wrestling tournaments. Yeah, this is one of the uh, holiday traditions in Minnesota, the Christmas wrestling tournament. It's going to be held this weekend, Friday, Saturday, in Rochester uh, at the Mayo Civic Center. I generally get down there every year, just about every year. I'm going to try to make it on Saturday. Um, my question is, and I haven't done any research on this, are they – do they have divisions for girls? We know how big girls right. wrestling has become. I'll find out when I get there Saturday if I don't find out before. But uh, wrestling is just such a big part of the fabric of Minnesota. It's a great sport with great people involved. It doesn't often get the coverage it to see it, re- it deserves. But uh, I'm going to go down there, check it out. Uh, Rochester is just about my favorite place in the world. So uh, looking forward to that. Excellent. And one of our set pieces, and we always appreciate John doing these every week. This one is Most Valuable Teammates. Yes, sir. The the weekly award at the high school league to to honor teammates who are great teammates. This week, we're talking about Jack Miller, a senior football player at Pact Charter School in Ramsey. Jack works hard every day. He's always encouraging for his teammates. They rely on him for energy and motivation. And there's a noticeable shift if, he, if he's not around. <clears throat> Jack also puts the team first by always being willing to play wherever he's asked. Congrats to Jack Miller. <clears throat> As I clear my throat, I'll start over. Congrats to Jack Miller of Pack Charter School on being a most valuable teammate. Did you pick something up on the West Coast? I don't think so. I, You know, that happens a lot, you know, when you travel. Um I don't think so. Just got a little uh, frog in the throat right now. I think I'm nervous talking to you, Jim. I think yeah, I'm, I'm very intimidating, especially when I'm not <laughs> even in the same room. And what there, does, I just took a drink. I think I'm going to make it. And uh, since you just went on this trip, you, you traveling for the holidays? Uh, no, we're going to be home now for Good. the holidays. And it's funny, we were, uh, we were in the little neighborhood grocery store where kids live, and a lady just noticed something my wife had in her basket or something. I don't just started chatting and and uh, told him we were from Minnesota visiting our kids out there. And she, she commended us on being so smart, avoiding the, the, uh, the worst of the holiday travel. And that was part of our planning. We just don't want to, we don't like busy airports. We don't like hectic. We like to, we're the, we're the old people who get to the airport two hours before the flight. We're very content to sit and read and and be comfortable and use the restroom and get on the plane here. I do want to commend Sun Country Airlines. This was flawless. And for some reason, I don't know what I did. We had exit row seats coming and going with an empty seat next to us both ways. So we, we, we were living the good life there. When you're when that's the case, when you get exit row seating and, and just the two of you in, in those three seats, that's that's pretty good living. So thanks to Sun Country for taking care of us. Working man's first class. <laughs> that's how I looked at it. And you've done that, Jim, you know, you're, you're oh, sitting yeah. in your seats, you know, the people, the, the, how many more people are coming on and then you wait to hear them shut that door and then you high five each other. Cause there's no, you know, there's nobody going to sit here and make us even more uncomfortable than you already are. But uh, yeah, we were, uh, we, we really had a good time. Got some sleep on the way home late last night. And uh, I'll tell you the worst thing about, San Francisco is the traffic. Holy oh, it's cow. brutal. 
because we usually we usually fly into the San Francisco airport. We have flown into Sacramento. If there's no traffic, they're both about an hour away from where our son lives, and we generally Uber. And I think yesterday we we figured it. We left the house at three o'clock for a six o'clock flight. We were at the airport. It was after four thirty. I mean, it was an hour and a half, and it's I eighty most of the way, but. Holy cow. And, you know, and it's bridges. We go over the Bay Bridge to get get San Francisco. And uh, we had an Uber driver who was not afraid to stomp on it, which, which <laughs> was exciting, you know, and fast, but a little too exciting sometimes. <laughs> there were no incidents, but uh, he was not afraid to, to, to give it the gas and get us there. He knew what time our flight was. He was very good. I gave him five stars, but Boy, we you know people here complain about traffic. Uh, it, it it's nothing here. It's uh, nothing compared you know. to San Francisco, Los yeah. Angeles, Chicago, yeah. Houston. It just isn't the yes. same. Yeah, we've driven in those towns, and this is this is the minor leagues. This is AAA or AA compared to that. So, don't enjoy that. You know, we we try to time our flights when it's not rush hour, um, but we don't like to fly early in the morning. But we, if we can arrive in San Francisco at noon or one, which I think we did this time. Pretty easy drive out to out to wine country, but uh, yeah, I, I, every time we're out there and we're sitting in that traffic and and uh, cars aren't moving, I just I I thank our lucky stars we're living where we live. We just don't have to deal with things like that. No, you know, twenty minute commute drives us all crazy, and twenty minutes gets you about two <laughs> blocks in uh, those yeah. cities. I'll, I'll last note on this stuff: I have a friend who lived in San Francisco, grew up in San Francisco area, and also worked in Los Angeles. He said San Francisco is way worse because there are fewer options. You have to That's go it. over certain bridges to get anywhere. L.A. It's the traffic is terrible on the freeways, but there are alternate routes. You can go around things. You can't yeah. go around anything in San Francisco. No, that that bay, San Francisco Bay, is beautiful. We've we've been on it on ferries. It's it's just fantastic. We love it, but boy, does it create havoc when yeah uh, when you got to get around those bridges. Years ago, we were out there, and our daughter who lives here flew out a day or two after us, so into San Francisco. My wife and I were going to use our son's car and go pick her up. We could not get to the airport. It was going to be like a four-hour trip to get to the airport. And and the, the Google Maps or Waze, whatever we were using, said, forget the Bay Bridge. I don't know if there was terrible accidents. So it had us, it veered us around over the Golden Gate. And those are the only options. And at one at some point, we just we just turned around and went home. And she ended up finding a bus <laughs> that wasn't the most efficient, but, you know, a bus that... Uh, Started at San Francisco airport and had several. So I think it took her at least a couple hours, but she was happy. She made it. She was safe. And uh, yeah, it's a pain. Yes. Uh, we're lucky here. Uh, that's, that's the trade-off bad weather, but uh, we don't have four hour traffic jams. So we don't. And the we weather right now is fabulous. Yep. Uh, pe- people out there who we know were, uh, they always ask about the Minnesota weather, you know, people, the neighbors and things. And, no problem. I said, no snow. It's almost as warm as the Bay area. And, uh, Maybe uh, global warming is is uh, changing things. I hope not, but I, I you can't refute the science. And that's that's what people want to know out there. Is it climate change? Is it? I said I I don't know, but it's certainly not the kind of winter we're used to. And this this I'm looking out my window at home now. There's green grass. It's uh, at almost Christmas time, and we're not, I don't think we're going to have a white Christmas. And I think I've talked about it before on here. I, I got a brand new big battery powered snowblower <laughs> that I may never get to use. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think you're in for some work. Well, it, I hope so. It'll get fire that baby up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, good stuff, John. Glad you got home safe. Uh, hope you feel okay. Uh, thanks yeah. for all the good work, and, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jim.